listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. So Zach, as you know, one of my favorite things to do with this show is to take suggestions from other people. Yes. Generally, people who listen to the show. If they don't, I say, I'm not taking your suggestion. <laughs> um, but so it's very fun and I like doing it. Um, this episode is going to be a twist on that suggestion because do you know who gave me this suggestion? No. You did. What? I don't know if really? you remember. Yeah. You just. I uh, don't remember giving you any, so. You did. You. I don't remember if you went out of your way to tell me or if you just mentioned this thing and then you said, oh, that would be a really good topic. But I have it on my list and as. I always note who told me it, and it's you. You are listed as the one who suggested it. So This is a twist. Yeah. So, so you better like this topic, because if you don't, you only have yourself to blame. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so yeah. the topic is the California Gold Rush. Oh, cool. Do you okay. remember suggesting I, I it? I do remember. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when we brought it up. I don't specifically remember saying that that would be a good episode, but it would. Yeah. For sure. It I, will be. Yeah. I think um, I think your your point was that it's something that you know you would love, like you'd be totally into and yeah. you would love to learn about, but you, for some reason, have never really looked into it or really learned about it. Not much. I did watch the Ken Burns documentary series, The West. I believe it's a 10-part series. I didn't see the whole thing. 10-part? Oh, I was yeah. going to say. When... No, that's the way his always are. Wow. Um, when did you watch this? I don't remember uh, that. Probably two or three years ago, and oh. there was one episode that was all about the gold, the gold rush. Oh. Um. And I remember there being just astounding facts of astounding the facts. amount of money generated, you know, gold pulled from the ground. Yeah. Um, and the insane growth in California, specifically like San Francisco and mm. just north of there, um, you know, the property values skyrocketing over the course of two years, things like that. Yeah. But I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but I do remember it being crazy and I'm really, really excited cool yeah oh great this i remember one really cool thing what tell uh, us okay it, it was, was preview i don't recall the specifics but essentially like the california gold rush started on a very specific day that was like the one day that this dude was building i think he was building like a um what do you call those things a mill where the waters the water. where the water's turning the wheel and yeah. it turns the equipment um and he was building one of those and he looked down and he found a nugget of gold in the stream or Dang. the little river that he was working in. Mm -hmm. And that was like immediately from then he like changed his whole operation into gold yeah. money. And like that week, <laughs> yeah, like more and more people flooded in. And that like that one nugget he picked up was the inception of the entire thing. That is really cool. Yeah. Wow. Great. Great. Uh, so I'll, I'll refine that story yeah. and dig up, pardon the pun, <laughs> a lot of other cool stuff. Cool. All right. Sounds great. Well, good luck. You have 30 minutes to learn all about the California Gold Rush. Okay. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Remember that story I told you about, about the guy building a sawmill and he found the gold and then he immediately changed his operation to gold mining? Don't tell me that was and one big the lie. the same week, all these people showed up? Yeah. 
<laughs> not entirely true. Okay. I was I was pretty right. I I had remembered the story pretty closely, but what had happened was mm-hmm. a man named James W. Marshall. Okay, he was a carpenter from New Jersey. Actually, I don't think he was really a carpenter from New Jersey. I think he was from New Jersey and <laughs> then he lying, got Zach. there and kind of just became a carpenter. Well, then he was a carpenter from New Jersey. He was a lot of other things before that is what I'm trying to say. But eventually... A lot of us have windy paths in life. He ended up a carpenter from New Jersey and let's honor that. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to actually honor him with his much more colorful history. Oh, but... like what? I don't know. I just I know he was he in was Oregon like a before criminal that. Or something. I think he might have been in the army or something. Oh. Uh, anyway, he found himself in a town called Coloma, California, mm-hmm. uh, which is about 130 miles from San Francisco. Okay. And he met up with this guy named John Sutter, and John Sutter wanted him to uh, build a sawmill. Okay. So, oh, Marshall. Oh, he's a carpenter. Correct. From New Jersey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marshall was going to oversee the building of the sawmill. He found the perfect location. I think the trade-off was going to be he was going to get some a percentage of the lumber that this mill was churning out. Mm -hmm. So he finds the perfect spot. They're about to start building this mill or they're like in the middle of building it. And like I said, he looks down and he sees something reflecting in the water. So he Mm -hmm. reaches down and he picks it up and he's like, I think this is gold. And, uh... I guess he had like a general knowledge of this sort of thing, so he uh, he smashed it between two rocks to see if it was malleable, like oh, uh-huh. we all know gold to be. Yes, and it did. It it, it bent without breaking. So mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, that's that's queer. I'm that's gonna go. To, I'm gonna <laughs> go show this to John Sutter." So according to Marshall, he picks up like four or five other <laughs> f- like flakes, nuggets, whatever you want to call them, uh-huh. out of the river, goes and shows them to Sutter, and he's like. I don't know. I This is gold. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what else this could possibly be. So they do some sort of test to it with, you know. The gold they test. They boil it in lye or something like that. To mm-hmm. like, And they're like, yeah, this is gold. So I said that they immediately changed their operation to gold mining, which is not true. They kind of just like went on their business. I guess they thought it was pretty delightful wow. to find yeah. gold. But, uh, but they just continued on building the mill. But the rumors started to, to spread. That's Not crazy. so much rumors, but like the the, the news truth. that somebody yeah. had found gold started to spread. Obviously, um, gold was. This is a very stupid question, but it, obviously, it was worth a ton of money back then. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. So they just found a ton of money worth of gold, and they were like, "Cool, let's get back to cutting down trees." Like, yeah, that was it. I mean, I don't think they. Well, in hindsight, it probably was literally a gold mine, but I don't think they found like you know, you know. I, I'm sure if it were. A stream bed just littered with just gold glittering. staring right back at yeah. you. They probably would have made that their full time work to mm-hmm. retrieve all that gold. But anyway, yeah. they uh, maybe they didn't know. They were like, we picked up the five pieces of gold that were there, and that was fun. And now right. we're getting on with our. It lives. could have been something like that. Yeah. Uh, now this is happening at a really. Uh, it's weird how things work out. This is happening at such a weird time in history. That uh, was during the Mexican-American War. What, where When is it? What year? 1848. Ja- oh, sorry. That day was January 24th, 1848 was mm-hmm. when he picked up that gold out of the American River. Okay. California was not part of the United States at this point. It mm. was technically still Mexico's land until, coincidentally, one month later when it became a territory of the United States. Oh. So, 
Fall- you know, I don't know hardly anything about that part of American history. I feel like yeah, me neither. That's something we should learn about too. The following month, so now it's March 1948. The news slash rumors uh, had spread all the way down to San Francisco, like mm-hmm. we said, about 130 miles away, and uh, a newspaper confirmed what everybody was talking about that yeah these guys found gold in the american river and immediately like that it really kicked off so hmm. all of the men in san francisco <laughs> fled town like Every it, single it was man. a ghost man like honestly basically wow yeah and at the time i think california or not california but san francisco had about two thousand people living there hmm. so you can imagine take the men yeah that's, i'm sure at that time like at least half, you know? Yeah. Um, and they all leave. I'm sure a lot of them are bringing their families with them. Yeah. It's not that far away, but still. I'm, they went from 200 people to, I'm sure, well under... Or, sorry, 2,000 people to, I'm sure, well under 1,000. Like, right. almost Quite immediately. Yeah. Uh, August that same year, the New York Herald, they also ran a story talking about the discovery of gold. Mm. And they were the first, like major newspaper back east to report on it Mm -hmm. so when they do again immediately thousands and thousands of people pick up instantly and head to california bring in people who came from far away well especially in america came from the east coast a lot of them if not most of them were bringing their entire family Mm -hmm. like they were moving and it was not an easy journey is this like oregon trail type deal like are they doing wagons and things yes catching dysentery so about half catching. of them <laughs> <laughs> caught me some dysentery coming across missouri uh about half of them arrived by sea and about half by land so if you're going by sea, by sea. you have to sail this is pre-panama canal you have to literally go the whole way under south america that took like that's utterly many, ridiculous many months why would anyone do that or you could... Uh, I would walk and get there faster. <laughs> well, I guess that's their other option. <laughs> yeah, your other option is, yeah, walk. Or like you said, the covered wagon and go across, mm-hmm. which was just as treacherous um, yeah. to cross the middle part. Yeah, of- but it feels more efficient. I would just be like the principle of the matter. I cannot go halfway to Antarctica. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I guess, I don't know, maybe... When you're going on a ship like that, you know you can stop off at different yeah. places. You probably, like, I would imagine the wealthier people were on a ship, maybe. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. you load up with and all your supplies. You have everything you need. it's for a few months. Yeah, it's a cruise. Yeah, you're on a carnival cruise. You jump cruise. off in Argentina. It's the love just, boat. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> no dysentery. Yeah, well, maybe. Just scurvy. Scurvy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, gold was really easy to find early on like in those early days that's when people got the richest the fastest and in that ken burns documentary i mentioned i remember Mm -hmm. them saying like men could become millionaires using nothing more than a spoon wow like you could kneel down and scoop out enough gold to make you filthy rich now you can do that on tiktok (laughs) <laughs> same thing use a spoon just do something cool with it and then you're a millionaire <laughs> uh at the time california had about fourteen thousand non-native people living in there mm-hmm. and then a year later that ballooned to eighty-five thousand people eighty-five thousand non-natives wow. living in california and eventually over three hundred thousand people would flock to california from all over the world wow so towns are popping up overnight mm-hmm. entire industries are popping up overnight because when you have that huge influx of people, one, they need supplies. Two, 
they need food. So there's agriculture, farming popping up. Uh, eventually, there's a railroad. I mean, that didn't come till a bit later. 1869 mm-hmm. is when the railroad was completed that went all the way from California to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a bit after the rush, in yeah. quotes. But still, uh, California is very active like gold mining country. I totally forgot the 49ers. That's yeah, how I of could course. have known what year this, this was. The Got football it. team, the San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, are named so because of the rush of people who came in 1949. Like yeah. we said, that uh, New York newspaper published their thing in Late August 48. of 48. Yeah. And it was a, you know, several month journey at least to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which true. is crazy. That's so funny. I was like, you know, you said it published late 48. It, it's it's like, yeah, you know, people will take a while to kind of get it together and move. No, even if they decided that day, they're just not going to yeah. arrive it's until just, Your ETA is January. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Depending on traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, where am I? Yeah. Okay. So people are coming from all over. The first people to come who were, uh, Outside of California, because, you know, of course, people in California who aren't right along mm-hmm. the American River where they're finding this gold, they're going to get there first. Yeah. The next are coming from Oregon. And mm. oddly, uh, the Sandwich Islands, which I didn't know this. Sandwich Islands? Would eventually become Hawaii. <gasps> Before Hawaii was Why a state, they, they were sandwich? called the Sandwich Islands. At least that's what the Europeans called them. <laughs> Why? That's I funny. Would, I don't know. I... I Probably something to do with the Earl of Sandwich. Right. I bet he, like, again, Quote, in unquote, quotes, found them. them or uh, and uh, Latin America, those are the people who got there first outside of California. But oh, eventually, yeah. people came from just about every continent. I mean, really? Chinese, European, Australian. Yeah, it's wow. it's a ton. Remember that show? What was I watching on HBO? Um, Deadwood. Mm. So that is about, like, a old west town. Um, I don't remember if it's specifically... Yeah, I think it is gold mining because they set up a shop selling, like, mining equipment. Uh, And it's crazy because, you know, that takes place in probably the 1850s somewhere in California. And um, they – it's just, like, this tiny little village of Deadwood, Mm -hmm. town, whatever you want to call it, of, I don't know, 150 people maybe. And it's so diverse. You know, there are people – that I don't. Is so yeah, cool. like I don't remember if specifically from the show. There's any Australians, but there, are, you know, Scandinavian families coming through. There mm. are lots of Chinese people there. Like it's it's pretty yeah, crazy. That's fascinating. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, and of course they all needed tools. They needed pans. They needed shovels. They needed picks. They needed mm. food. So the people who were smart enough to become merchants there and mm. sell the equipment often became way richer than anybody who had dreams of finding gold that makes a lot of sense i know it's just it's interesting to be able to like take a step back from the whole rush and be like how do i really capitalize on this and they certainly did totally yeah um not surprisingly this uh and this isn't something i i knew but reading it it's like yeah of course uh it was particularly devastating for california natives Mm. meaning like the like Native Americans. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what they were called. You mm-hmm. know, obviously it wasn't America at that point. I guess it was North America. But uh, lots of indigenous people were driven off their land and in many cases even killed. Mm-hmm. And it went so far as like forced labor in California. Really? Like, like slavery. Slavery, yeah. Wow. Uh, about 25,000 Native Americans were put to work as slaves, including as many as 7,000 children. 
Wow. Yeah, I was reading about... I, I, I mean, this is a much bigger story, and I don't mean to just, like, gloss over it, because mm-hmm. obviously that's a really important part that I don't think any of us know about, um, or at least not know, don't know as much as we should. Uh, I was reading about it, I can't remember the exact thing, but it was something like the Native Americans would be kind of captured and they could be bailed out, but if nobody met their bail, they were just sold to the highest bidder. Wow. Yeah, something along those lines, like that's probably not exactly how it went but either way terrible has been a bad thing forever (laughs) yeah um oh this is really crazy so you have all of these supplies coming in because there are more and more people showing up from all over the world so Mm -hmm. these ships are coming into san francisco carrying supplies and as soon as they would dock their crews would just abandon them because everybody you know if you're a a ship coming from i don't know argentina Uh like and you're shipping up, let's say, shovels, uh-huh. whatever. They, they're they known for their shovels in Argentina, <laughs> so that makes sense. If you're an Argentinian who, like, has a job on the ship, and last week you're going here, dropping off this, last week you're going here, dropping off this, mm-hmm. and then this week you're going to San Francisco to drop off mining equipment, right. it's like, that's your best shot at making real money, at, right. like, becoming wealthy. So you jump off that ship when it lands, and you, you join in the rush. Yeah, so... San Francisco was, like, littered with abandoned ships. Really? And they just started taking them over. Like, they would turn this ship into just a warehouse. This ship would become a a bar. This ship was a jail. And then eventually (laughs) they needed more land to build on in San Francisco. So some of the ships were, because no one was coming back for them, some of Mm -hmm. them were destroyed and just used as landfill to build on. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. What if you got on a ship one night and you have like a whole bunch of beer and you're like, yeah, hey guys. And they're like, this is the jail ship. (laughs) Oh, I brought beer anyway. Let's have fun. (laughs) I will see myself out. (laughs) So as we mentioned, California is not yet a state at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's literally lawless. There's no private property. There's no zoning. There's no tax. It's brand new government land. Mm. Remember, they the U.S. government acquired it in uh, February of 1848. They hadn't even seen this land yet, so there's certainly no rules. So yeah. people got into land disputes. People mm. got killed because of it, and that became like that's where like staking your claim came from. Is like people would literally like just put a stake in it and be like, "This is my land." Mm. And then if someone else comes along and starts mining it, it's like, "Okay, get off my land or I'm going to kill you or I'm going to fight you for it." You wow, know. Yeah. Like it was it was the yeah. wild west. That doesn't that doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound like a really fun, sweet time. <laughs> <I> agree, yeah. <laughs> Pretty dire. If you're wondering how people are getting the gold how are they getting the gold i am wondering well first off everybody at the at the early part was panning for gold mm-hmm. you know minus the few guys who became millionaires From just the using their, their yeah. dessert spoon uh people are panning for gold what does that mean explain you've seen this before it looks like a big dinner plate a big dinner plate and uh they're like if you buy one now they're plastic but back then they're metal uh-huh a big dinner plate that you, uh, so you kind of kneel down in the stream, you mm-hmm. scoop it under the water, get some soil in it, and you swirl it around. Uh, so uh-huh. the gold is more dense than anything that you're going to pull out of the river more in terms dense. of rock and soil and sand and everything. Okay. So you're kind of swirling it around and slowly rinsing it and swirling it and rinsing it and swirling it. 
And if there's gold there, that gold is going to find its way to the bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I, I compared it to a dinner plate, but a little deeper in the middle. And it's got, you know, if it's efficiently built, it's got like some ridges around the end to catch the stuff that sinks to the bottom okay. to catch it from rolling out sure. of the side. Uh-huh. So you're kind of swishing it around and spilling out the top water, maybe putting in clean water and swishing it around and spilling it out. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, if there's gold there, you, what you're going to be left with are the few little flakes or nuggets in the yeah. bottom of the pan. Yeah, and sometimes there's really tiny flakes, right? Yeah, and sometimes it's yeah, sometimes it's like glitter, you know. Mm-hmm. But right, right. enough of that, you know, you put that in your little glass jar, mm-hmm. and after a day's work, if you have half of a little vial of gold glitter that's and flakes, worth that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. So for the first five years of the rush, which was essentially the rush, I don't know if I've said it yet, but like the rush more or less lasted from 1948 when they first found the gold to about 1955. Hmm. That was the end of the rush. That was not by any stretch of the imagination the end of finding gold in California. Right. But that was the end of the rush. Uh, In that time, in about those five years, they... When I say they, the whoever showed up there looking for gold, mm-hmm. <laughs> they extracted about 370 tons of gold Wow! from California. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. In today's money, that is $22 billion. No. Yeah. And if wow. you look that figure up, you'll uh-huh. see 370 tons everywhere, and you'll see a lot of people calling that $13 billion in today. But that's based on the, 2000, I think, 2010 or 2011 price. Okay. So that just shows you how much gold has gone up in the past 10 years. Yeah. 10 years ago, the headline, you know, on history.com or whatever, it would say we found $13, million, $13 billion in today's money. But mm-hmm. in today's money, like today, I looked up the price, an ounce of gold today is $1,940.43. And today's money, that is $22 billion. Wow. Yeah. That's a ton. That's a ton. That's in the first five years. So very quickly, by about... 1950, all of the easy gold was found. Mm-hmm. And all those spoon guys took their nuggets, packed up, and said, I'm rich. Yeah, they they have long since left for Vegas, mm-hmm. and they're living like They're all living in Vegas. <laughs> um, but there was a lot more gold to be found. The problem was you needed a lot more funny, a lot more <laughs> uh, money to fund that search yeah. to find that gold. And that resulted in big corporations being formed. Because mm, are we we're progressing past even panning now? Maybe. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. For the most part. So panning is still going on, and right. you know that's that's not at all like antiquated at this point, but. It's just turning into a much more larger scale operation, mm-hmm. where if you're going to make any real money, you need more volume. Right. So. These corporations are being formed and new ways of, of extracting gold, like you just alluded to, were implemented. Mm-hmm. So there was uh, hydraulic mining that came into play. And that What's is... that? It's basically a like powerful hose. So mm-hmm. rather, than, uh, rather than scraping out with your pan and swishing through it and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Hydraulic mining, they are taking this really powerful hose... And they're spraying all of this like hard to break up gravel because you know you can scoop your pan into the the riverbed and mm-hmm. get what you can get in the first few inches of the soil or the sand under the water, but if that's all been picked clean, like you have to get in deeper. Right. So it's like these powerful hoses that spray the water, 
and break up the gravel and then that gravel is sifted through and you know they're using larger machines at this right. point too it's not just hand, hand pans mm-hmm. um uh they use like these shaker tables and things like that that they sift through to find the gold that that lies at the bottom mm-hmm. and they used that through like the 1880s so even though this the rush ended in 55 mm-hmm. the search still continued right. but just these larger companies that had the money to run an operation such as that. And I would think, is that not still the case now, even? Maybe there's not as much, but there's got to be some people getting gold somewhere. Absolutely. I don't know what the numbers are like today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're... But that's still the... Is that still kind of the um, method by which they get gold nowadays? No, I don't think so. I think something like that, it kind of, it, it kind of goes in levels. So it's like level one... You're, uh, you know, you're Marshall and you're looking down and you're seeing it with your naked mm-hmm. eye and you're picking it up. Level two is like, okay, you're out there. You've got your spoon. You're searching around and like mm-hmm. still super easy. You just scoop it up. Level three is like you're panning this river that no one's ever panned before. Mm-hmm. Little, did they know, little did they know that there's all this gold in right. it. You just can't see it. But when you pan it, you find, you it. find it. And then it's like level four. You're talking about the hydraulic mining where you're breaking up the gravel. Mm-hmm. That produced another 340 tons. Again, another no like $21 billion worth of gold. Wow. So then after that, it's dredging. And dredging is where they are diverting a river to get to the dry riverbed oh. and attacking it from that uh-huh. from that angle. Yeah. Uh, they started that in the 1890s. That produced another 620 tons of gold, $38 billion. What? And then, of course, there's always hard rock mining, which is the biggest source of gold found in California. Really? That, yeah, that is where the gold is embedded in hard rock, uh-huh. in typically quartz. Quartz. So, essentially, they blast this quartz, they mm. break it apart and smash it and extract the gold, and they use some sort of process with... Um, with I think like mercury plated copper that when the gold touches it it like forms an amalgamation of some sort you know it, oh, it's yeah. getting a little more advanced it's wild and that like I said is the biggest source of how they wow. continued to find gold beyond that but and of course these methods get more and more invasive and more and more destructive to the environment yeah as you go. oh absolutely yeah they lost a lot of mercury like doing that. Uh, that's terrible. The hard rock mining, mm-hmm. yeah. Not to mention you said they're blasting things. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Uh, a lot of blasting. Yeah. Uh, questions? Um, I feel like I interrupted you at one point when I said, is this what they're still doing till today? You left off in like the 1880s. Um, but I guess so. Yeah, you asked forward. that when we were on hydraulic mining, mm-hmm. and then after that came dredging, and then after that it's like the hard rock mining where they have found most of the gold. Yeah. Um, what they're doing today, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I didn't really look into that at all. I don't know how much gold is pulled out of California to today or today, but I do know that to date mm-hmm. there have been. 3,700 tons of gold pulled from the earth in California. Wow. And that is almost $230 billion worth of gold. Jeff Bezos is like, I made that much yesterday. Oh, my God. Think (laughs) about that. Yeah, he has that much money. He has more. A few times more. every speck of gold that's ever been in California. How much money does he he have? I really don't know. I'm going to look it up. He does have a lot, though, I know. 
If he's got more money than all of the gold ever pulled from California, that's nuts, though. It is. Let's see. Jeff Bezos' net worth. Oh, no. He ain't there yet. What's he got? Pre-divorce, he was there, but oh. he's at $131 billion. So his wife, his ex-wife Oh, wait. Has... Never mind. $184 billion. He's getting it. Oh, is that how much he made in between those two moments? <laughs> between uh, me Googling it and then me actually clicking on the link. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a lot, you know. I think fine. he'll get there. I think give him maybe one more global catastrophe and he'll have surpassed yeah, the $230 totally. billion dollar mark. Definitely. Yeah. Good that's, for him. That's really crazy. Um, that's a whole lot of gold. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of gold. There has not been that much gold found uh like ever in the world have you ever heard that number what number like the the amount of gold ever found on earth (laughs) no i've not so it's pretty surprisingly low like we said in california there have been 3700 tons which is a lot yeah in the whole history of the world there have been about 190 tons what obviously yeah, the whole history of the earth. Like, that's all the gold that's ever been... No, say that again. You said there's 37... Oh, 190,000 Okay. Yeah, I said 190. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild, right? Yeah, yeah. That is pretty crazy. Especially when you think back to... I feel like gold was used a lot in ancient civilizations. Like, the Egyptians, they would just slather stuff in gold. They had a lot of it. Nowadays, you don't see it as much. Yeah, they did. They they had a lot of it, and it was obviously extremely valuable, like the way it still is today. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. That just sounds crazy to me. Like how little has actually been found in the whole history of the world. Yeah, in the whole history of the world. I I want to say stuff you should know. Did an episode about gold, and it was something like all of the gold ever found on Earth. If you, I'm gonna screw it up. But it's something staggering when you hear it. I wish I could Google it right now, but I just don't know how to find it. It's something like if you took all of the gold ever mined in the history of the world Mm -hmm. and made it one foot thick, it Mm -hmm. would cover a football field. It's something like that. Wow. Yeah, something crazy like that. So just the point is not much gold. Yeah, not Not much gold. Not too much gold. (laughs) Lots of uh, dollars worth of gold, but not much gold itself. I mean, $1,900 an ounce, $1,940.43 an ounce. That's a whole lot of money. For something that's kind of pointless, if you really think about it, what's going to get you? You can't eat it. It doesn't keep you warm. Nothing happens. This is true. It's shiny, though. Um, Did you see anything about, I wonder what the kind of economic fallout of the gold rush was. Like, did these people set up great lives for themselves and, and really... The people in the mining towns? Yeah. No, they were disgusting. They all would. There was no oh, sanitation no. in these towns. They would just die of diseases and stuff. Oh, that's no, it was terrible. terrible. Yeah, I mean, most of the people who showed up there left with less than what they had arrived with. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's a real downer. Oh yeah, I thought like everyone kind of knew that. I guess I didn't. I haven't watched enough Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like with anything. It's. Uh, Pretty similar to Hollywood, if you think about yeah, it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? A few people come, especially in the beginning, all they need is a spoon and it works out. And then the rest of us, we got scurvy. Yeah. Think about <laughs> and it. now we're going to go crawling back to in our In the beginning towns. of Hollywood, you didn't even have to be able to talk. No. There was no sound. 
it, it was it was preferred that you were drunk. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone did. So as long as you could show up and not talk and be drunk, you would probably <laughs> end up starring in a movie until about 1920. Mm-hmm. That's how easy it was in the beginning. Now you have tens of thousands of people every year coming here and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the whole deal. It's yeah, the same thing. It's true. It's, it's the probably, new California gold rush. It's probably What's the, the same, difference, honestly? Yeah. It's the same in any industry. I'm sure if you talk to people who are very plugged into like Silicon Valley stuff, it's the same thing. I'm sure in the beginning everyone was showing up and, you know, every idea was the next big thing and everyone was making tons of money and now if you were to move to Silicon Valley today, it's a lot different. Yeah. I think 150 years from now, they will look at the tech boom in the Bay Area mm-hmm. in a very similar way that we look at the gold rush. Yeah, I bet they will. Yeah. I guess the moral of the story is be innovative, start something new, be at the forefront so you can be the spoon dude instead of the guy who works for the mill who's using a hydraulic spraying situation and you just die of dysentery. Yeah, and... Even more than being the spoon dude, because that requires you to really, you know, be the tip of the spear. Mm -hmm. Be the person who has the forethought to be like, okay, I'm not going to be one of thousands and thousands of people rushing here to get on my hands and knees and look for gold. I'm going to be the person who buys these readily available shovels and picks, and I'm going to go there and sell them. You're right. Be Be that merchant dude. Be Samuel Brennan. Oh, who is he? He is said to be one of the richest men from the whole gold rush because he did exactly what I had just said. He ah. immediately bought up all of the mining supplies in San Francisco and went and sold them at incredible profit mm. and ended up being one of the richest people to come out of the whole thing wow. without ever... He didn't even care about gold. ...picking up one piece of gold, yeah. Gold was not the point. I'm sure he got paid in a lot of gold. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Okay, do you have any other questions, or can I blast you with some facts? Let's get some facts. Okay. Blast me like that hydraulic... <laughs> what is it called? Uh, hydraulic mining. Yeah, hydraulic mine. Okay, ready for the first blast? Ready. 60,000 people came from China alone. Wow, that's amazing. Next blast. They had a shorter trip from the people who were coming from New York and decided to take the route from around Argentina to Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they probably beat them. Yeah, they totally did. Good for them. Uh, the This is so cool. I love this. I could not love what I'm about to say more. What? The original flake found by James Marshall in the American River on January 24th, 1948 uh-huh. is on display in the Smithsonian. Wow, really? Yeah, isn't that so cool? That's very, very cool. Love it. Um, I already said that. 3,700 tons have been found in California, almost $230 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, another huge entrepreneur to come out of that time mm-hmm. was a man named Levi Strauss, oh. who in 1853 began selling denim overalls in San Francisco, specifically for people who were working in the gold mines. Really? Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. I did a project on Levi's in fifth grade or something, and um, I remember learning about him uh, making the jeans. I don't remember it being about the gold rush, but I, I may, I may have even known that back then. But I do remember him adding the rivets on the jeans because they were just falling apart. Yeah, because these guys are working hard right, out there. Yeah. yeah, and then they added rivets, and then the point of my research was like. The rivets were added for a purpose. You all still have them, but you don't need them because you don't do anything physical. And I was like, oh, you as a know. fifth grader. I work hard and I you play do. harder, so yeah. I think I need these rivets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make the rivets work. You know, I need some rivets in the crotch area. I always get holes there. <laughs> 
That's a, I don't think they're going to help you. Yeah, that wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah. Okay. And so, again, we kind of already said this, by, but by 1855, which was the end of the so-called rush, mm-hmm. um, only the large operations were the ones making money. Mm. And everybody who was initially there trying to find gold for themselves to put right in their pocket the only work to be had was being employed by one of these large operations all Mm. of the easy gold had been found you're not going to go out there with a pan and a pick and start you know just hit the jackpot so that's when all of these different forms of mining really came into play and that's when i mean that that was the most lucrative period of the gold rush was after the gold rush you know from 1855 till 1900 made that money is the corporation exactly the very few people who stood to earn which were the people at the top of the corporation this is also from the ken burns documentary in three years time Mm -hmm. a single plot of land in portsmouth which was a section of san francisco okay went from $16.50 mm-hmm. to three years later, $45,000. <gasps> Are you kidding? No. That's absurd. Isn't that crazy? That's really, really, really crazy. Yeah. And it has not stopped increasing since. <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> now that plot of land is $1.4 billion. Probably. Who knows? Honestly, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, now are you ready for the last fact? Yes. This is so cool. Okay. Uh, John Marshall mm-hmm. did not find the first gold in California. The first okay. documented discovery of gold in California was about five years prior by a man named Francisco Lopez mm-hmm. who had his horse with him and he was digging up some wild onions. Mm. And this was in Newhall, California, which is about 35 miles from L.A. Okay. He was digging up some wild onions when he found a nugget of gold. Mm -hmm. So he started digging a little more, found more nuggets, more nuggets. Dang. And he he knew it was gold. So Uh he he was Mexican, Uh and so were all of the other people that he like told about this and started really earnestly searching for gold and pulling all of this gold out of the ground. But this was right as Californian native Californians started to fight for their independence. And when things got a little hot, he and all of the people that he was working with fled and went back to Mexico. Wow. But it is pretty well documented that he's the first person to find gold in California. That's crazy. Yeah, digging for an onion. That's really cool. Good for him. Yeah. Wow. I bet some people found it before, like... Sure. You know, Native, like, in hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Um, But but, but that's First documented first to be like, he did find gold here on this day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Good for him. Hopefully he was set up with a great life back in Mexico. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. That's all I have. That's awesome. And, and this obviously like this, I, I actually held myself to 30 minutes this time. So I get that this is a very general overview, but I think there's still a lot of new information here to yeah. most anyone who's going to hear this. And like, it's just a really fun um thing to hear about you know i i knew honestly basically nothing about it if i really think about it but um but it's a fun story it's just a fun it's a fun story yeah and i've always really been fascinated by the idea of the gold rush unfortunately has its dark sides as most things do but in general it's a pretty um you know just interesting and it's not necessarily uplifting but it's but it's entertaining it's cool Yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah. I wonder what the next gold rush will be. Let's talk off air. Okay. Oh, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice work. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, let's go. Okay, so you'll go inform me of what our next big investment is. Okay. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.